Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. And talking of footballing season, we are almost at the end of it now. We've seen the Premier League come to an end. We have the FA Cup final this weekend, which we will be previewing. We've had the Championship League 1 League 2 playoffs. We'll be discussing those in the not-too-distant future. We have the European finals to discuss as well. It really has come to an end down to the business end of the season. I say we are going to preview him. It's me, Graham Bailey. Get me at Twitter, at Graham Bailey. That is him, at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, I'm okay, Graham. It's been, uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, it's also half-term, isn't it? So the, the kids are off, a uh, bit non-stop, work and, and play. So busy week, pal. Yeah, and half-term in North England, we do know some di- differs all around the country, isn't it? but for most of us, I think it is half-term after the Maybank holiday, which we hope everyone enjoyed. Over the Maybank holiday, we had the last weekend of the Premier League season, so let's touch on that quickly, shall we, Craig? We saw the the bottom decided in the Premier League. Leeds United went down with a whimper in the end, Craig. Really yeah. poor performance, losing to Tottenham. Wasn't a huge surprise, really. They, they had an awful lot needed to go in their way, and in the end, it never did. It, that led to a very interesting final day scenario between Everton and Leicester. Leicester um, doing their job, Craig, at home yeah. to West Ham. And and the game I was at, I was at Everton versus Bournemouth. Everton were were down up yeah. until, until the hour mark, Craig. And, and do you know what, Craig? At that point, they were deservedly... Losing and to all, they didn't deserve to win the game. It was, it was an you know, I've sat through some of Sean Dice performances, Craig. And so it was the last day of the season, so I'm not going to be too overly critical. But it was a horrible watch, Craig. Every yeah. from, from minute one, they launched the ball at every opportunity. Then Dwight McNeil left back, so it was a launch up the field or a launch it to McNeil to put a cross in. It was die, it was awful to watch. And Bournemouth played some. As you know, Craig, a huge, I'm a huge fan of Bournemouth. They yeah. played some wonderful football, Craig. They could and should have been leading that game. And, and if, if you are a Leicester and Leeds fan, you take some comfort from the fact that Bournemouth went into that and they gave Everton a good game. They could have won that. And I think, do you know what, if Bournemouth had to win that game, they probably would have. David Brooks was back and he looked in fine fettle. Craig, he looked really good, really That's sharp. Good That's really Solanke good missed some. Um, Neto missed the game because of the family tragedy back home. So our best wishes to him. But Bournemouth, yeah, um, it was a super strike from Dakuria to do it. But um, it was so lucky forever. They really were lucky. But um, Leicester, Leeds and Southampton are three to go, Craig. Um in the end, obviously, the league table doesn't doesn't lie, but you think um that was the right three or, or deservedly the three? Graham, we say this week in, week out, at the end of the season, the league table never never lies. The team mm-hmm. at the top deserves to win it, and the three teams sadly at the bottom deserve to go down. Um Everton, interestingly, Craig, I'm just looking there. They are they only had eight wins all season. Leicester had more wins, but they had yeah, more draws. Right. So yeah. Everton eight. I, I'd like to see the facts that I bet there's not many teams they've only won eight games and stayed up <laughs> yeah it's all listen you look you look at it and it's just awful my goal difference minus 23 as well uh green um look let, yeah it... the, 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 the one that we've got to say that we we got wrong throughout the entire season was Leicester because even when they were struggling we were saying there's no there's no chance of them going down they eventually did um yeah I think the should, I, I do you agree with do you agree with Gary Lineker he said this on a sort of match of the day. Um, they should have stuck with Brendan. Graham, I was just going to say, the biggest mistake they made was parting ways with Brendan Rodgers. 
If Brendan had stayed, yep, yeah. they would not have gone down. I I am absolutely certain of that. Um, I, I know there are a lot of disgruntled Leicester fans, but the recruitment, the the the, the selling of players, allowing players' contracts to run down. Um, we we listen. I think the owners, more than most businesses, were impacted by COVID, as we know uh, they are they are duty free business. That that's what they own. Mm. And there was no travelling during COVID, so of course they've been. They've been impacted. Um, the facilities, the stadium, they're planning a stadium extension, the training ground. Um, yeah, in my opinion, an elite manager in the parted ways. And then, like I've just said, they, they, they get what they deserve at the end of the season, which is relegation. Um, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm gutted personally. I really like Leicester as a football club. Uh, and I thought they were making genuine progress. They won the FA Cup, they've won the Premier League, and then relegated. That's, that's football, eh? Yeah, we'll see what they do. Obviously, they'll be one of the favourites to come straight oh, back yes. up. We'll see which players they lose. They're going to lose a lot of players. We know Sionchu's out of contract and going to Atletico Madrid. James Madison will be leaving. Harvey Barnes will be leaving. Yeah. Depends which players they can keep. If they can keep hold of a Juicy Hall, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he, will, really, stroll around the, he will stroll around the championship if we keep him. This is the issue with, with both Leicester and Leeds and why I think Southampton are a better place to, to mount a promotion charge. They've, been, they've known they've been down for longer. They'll have been planning the players that they, they, they're going to sign. We know they've got two elite players that are playing in the championship now that'll be going back in to, to, to Southampton in summertime. Um, and then they'll have the likes of Adam Armstrong and Chi Adams up front who are going to get goals. I think Leicester and Leeds squads... And, and, and Southampton, all three need new managers, but Russell Martin yeah. is very close to going in there. A proven championship manager plays good football, but he's probably a good fit for Southampton. But Leeds, in terms of recruitment, Craig, we always bang on about recruitment on the show, and we always will. Leicester and Leeds have got to get this manager thing right. They have yeah. to get it right. It's yeah. a, this is These are the big appointments. Um, Rajuzani's got it massively wrong throughout his time. You know, um, Victor Orta was the one who appointed Bielsa when it came right, but Radrizani was too hands on, the owner who's got a few things going on off the field. But Leicester and Leeds have got to get this right, Craig. It's going to be fascinating to see who they're plump for. Yeah, it's going to, uh, it is going to be really interesting, Graham, uh, what they do. Um, look, two really massive clubs, Leicester and, 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 and Leeds. Um, Everton being down would have been another massive club. Um, Southampton have been there before, uh, done it, got the T-shirt, as of Leicester, as of Leeds. It's not, I think, for the Championship clubs, Craig, as well, obviously being Middlesbrough fans, not the three ideal ones I'd like to no. see come down, because no. you, you no. do anticipate all three being in, in contention. It's it's hard, it's hard not to see, it depends on the manager from, but you would imagine all three will be there and thereabouts. Oh, I, I, listen, I think Southampton um, will win the league. I've just got that feeling, Graham. With, with they're not going to lose that many. They're going to lose three, probably for 150 million quid combined. That parachute payment that they'll have, um, combined with the the money that they bring in, um, I, I think they'll be just too strong for the the rest of the teams in the championship. I really do. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Sometimes we'll keep you up to date on the new manager front leads. Sam Aldice has been confirmed as leaving. Dean Smith, we, we haven't heard, but looks highly unlikely that he'll be staying put. Yeah. So we'll see what them two teams do. Um, and then obviously we, we know who's replacing them, Craig. Um, obviously Burnley and Sheffield United are coming up. Luton Town are coming to the Premier League, having got past Coventry City. Um, I know you're at the game, Craig. Um a fascinating final. I think, you know, we always say on the show, Craig, one player doesn't make a team. 
But when Gustavo Hema picked up that injury in that game, yeah, and he was replaced by Casey Palmer, nothing on Casey Palmer, but Hema was beginning to get hold of that game. He really yeah. he scored the goal. He was he was on his toe. When Hamer sometimes he's one of those players where you can see when he's interested, and he was on his toes. He was he's like a boxer around the, going around the ring. He scored that goal and he looked like he did at, at Middlesbrough when he controlled that game. Yeah, and he was about to take control of that game before he got injured. Um, I, I presume you agree, you agree, Craig. But yeah, um, um, really disappointing way to end. But penalties, it's a lottery, isn't it, Craig? But yeah, I'm really disappointed for Coventry, and um, I'm not I'm not disparaging Luton because the best team there to go. But I, do, do you know you what? Know, Graham, um, it, so I I was obviously at the game as you know, um, and I thought Luton started really brightly. Um, they, mm, they came mm, out the blocks yeah. and and the the first half. They could have gone in, probably should have gone in 2 0 up. Um, Coventry were fortunate to go in 1 1 0 down. Um, second half, once Gustavo Hamer started to get into his floor and to link with Victor Jokeres, um, in my opinion, there's only going to be one winner, and that was that mm. was Coventry. Um, you know, Hamer scored. But I, I thought I did I, one way you say Luton started well, Craig. I thought Adi was was fantastic for them. Yeah, that's the best I've seen him play in a long time. Yeah, I, listen. I think I think they they dealt with the occasion. The first half much better than Coventry did. Um, yeah. se- second half, Coventry took over. Um, Hame obviously went off injured. That that took the impetus out of the game, and the extra time was just nothing. The, the extra time was just two teams yeah. that were um, go, using your your, your box analogy. They were out on the legs, Graham. Both of them yeah. were absolutely out, and it was going to be a mistake. That I'm glad cost... that the Panzo. I'm glad the Panzo won. Me too. I'm glad that didn't cost him because you don't want anyone to suffer that sort of no. consequence in a Wembley final. So, um, yeah, the, 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 penalty, the penalty is always a cruel way to lose, Graham. Um, mm. You know, it, it, all the all the penalties before that one by by poor Frankie Dabo were exceptional, and and, and Dabo just let him back. And listen, Coventry will go again. Good luck to Luton in the Premier League. Uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on them eagerly next season. Yeah, fascinating. Um, let's see how Luton do. Fascinating one on to um, League League One playoff final. Craig, interesting that they all went to um, went very late. They all went into extra time. Sheffield Wednesday got the better of Barnsley again. I was cheering Barnsley on. Yeah, they were so they were so unlucky in this game. Barnsley with ten men. It was never a red card for me. That one where I think the intent if he. If he caught the player, but I don't think that was a red card. I think the spot the referee officials spoiled that game. It was a silly challenge, but, but, but I don't you know, think do you know red. what, Graham? I, I actually, so I, I've got a confession to make in in this game, in that I missed the first yeah. half, right? So I was out for for a walk with the family, and we went to a country pub uh, and watched the second. And I didn't realise that Barnsley were down to ten men until I checked my phone. I thought Barnsley were excellent with ten men. So when it when the commentator said with ten men, I checked my phone. Was he has he said that right? Obviously they were down to to ten. I saw the challenge. I wasn't I wasn't one hundred percent convinced that was a red. Um, I thought Barnsley give as good as they got. I really do. Thought it was a a, a real good game. Um, and Barnsley players got all the credit. Thought the goalie was excellent right until the last second. Um, and then what is it about Windass and Wembley? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously they're a huge club, a wonderful club to come up. I, I love Sheffield Wednesday as well, to be fair. I do like yeah. them a lot. I just feel for Barnsley where I think they deserved a bit better, but they had the chances. Um, was it Luke O'Connell who missed that one extra time? It was. Wow. Yeah, he should have scored, Graham. Um, he should have scored. He should have. 
And then Mads Anderson, we talked about, Greg. Wow. I like Mads Anderson. Yeah. I tell you what, it wouldn't surprise me to see a lower Premier League club coming for him. He was outstanding, wasn't he? If yeah, you need a top, top of the championship lower Premier League, you're going for him. Um, yeah. um, fantastic looking player. But I think I think Barnes are coming back strong. Um, yeah, I fa- I fa- fancy Barnes. League 2, Greg. Yeah, let's hope we do. Let's hope we do. But on to League 2, um, we had Carlisle um, getting the better of Stockport on the day. Um, obviously, we both a bit biased. We like Carlisle, wanted Paul Simpson to win. Um, yeah. all, the, all very good finals on the day. They were all very close, eh, Graham? Yeah, and that, I obviously two, like, two, I two thought Carlisle were slightly better. I thought, I, thought, I thought they were slightly better football on the team, Carlisle, so I'd like to see them come up. But both good teams. Yeah, listen, I think Stockport have got more resources, so Stockport will make more of a go of it in in, in League One. Uh, Carlisle will be tough for them financially, we know that, but they've had the challenge before and they've, they've got a great manager in in Paul Simpson. Yeah, they have, and they'll be good in League One. Um, so before we finish on, well, let's, we're circling back to the Premier League. We did our EFL teams of the season last week. We're going to do our Premier League team of the season because we are finished now. We do have the FA Cup final to come, which we'll touch on next, but the, the Premier League is done. Um, so, um, should we do it in in sections here, Chris? With goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, see what we do do for. Um, let's do that then, Craig. Um, who's your goalkeeper? Right. So I've got goalkeeper as Nick Pope. Okay. Um, I can see why you went for him. I think I, I I've gone for Aaron Ramsdale. I think over the course of the season he was slightly at the edge, but both wonderful keepers. Um, and I think we should give an honourable mention there. In this category, to Jordan Pickford, can I tell you what? If it wasn't for him, Everton would have been down. In my eyes, he had a fantastic. Yeah. That's all, all, the, all the English keepers had a very good season. Yeah, I, I, I just went for for Pope Graham because Newcastle United uh, only conceded thirty three goals, um, which. Yeah, I, I probably should have, phenomenal. but I've got I've got other Newcastle players. I try to blend it out a little bit. I've Matt, what formation did you go for, Craig? I've gone four three three, Graham. I've got a four, three, two, one. And you'll okay. see, interestingly, why that's going to try to fit players in. So, right. So, you've got a four at the back, Craig. Who's your right? Yeah. Who's your man on the right? Uh, right back, I've gone with Kieran Trippier um, for, for the, the, the same reason I mentioned Nick Pope, really. I thought uh, Trippier was captain of, of Newcastle. I think he had a brilliant season. Um, uh, not again, only conceded 33 goals. Um, and I've also got to to say he did score a lot of points in my dream team too. So thanks, Kieran, for that. Um, but in all seriousness, mate, he, he had a he had a great season defensively. He, he, you know when 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 he first signed for Newcastle, Graham, um, I did question why an attacking right back had joined um, a relegation threatened team. And I just think he's improved dramatically from those two years uh, at Atletico. In terms of his defensive capabilities, I just think he's a really good one-on-one defender now. And I don't think before he went there, he was a particularly great defender. Yeah, I can see why people are putting him in. I can see why I get to some of the teams that disagree massively putting Trippier in any team in the season. I thought last three months of the season, he was quite poor. I saw him in a few games against Liverpool and Arsenal where he absolutely got tucked to the cleaners and he was pretty poor. Um, so that just sway, sway me a little bit, and okay. I've gone for um, Kyle Walker, um, slash John Stones towards the end. But Kyle Walker, best right back in the world. Some of those performances we've seen, I know it's not, I know it's over across the season, but some yeah. of those performances in the last six weeks have been simply we've never seen the like of it from an England defender. I think he's up there with Ashley Cole now as our best ever fullback. 
and I think he's been simply sublime. Um, so he gets in there right back for me. On to the left, I've got Luke Shaw. Right? I think yep. he's had the best season of his career. I think he's been outstanding. You know what? I think Luke Shaw has had the best season of his career. I think he's been excellent. I've, I haven't gone Luke Shaw. So I, I, I toyed with Luke Shaw. And then I looked at some number stats and uh, performance levels. And I ended up going with Zinchenko. And the, yeah, the, I thought he had a great start. He was he was he was more of a contender. He was. Yeah, I I thought I just I just think he just probably had the best season of uh, of, of. And I'll of be honest, Greg, I didn't because United finished third. I thought I have to get United player in there because there isn't many others in my team. <laughs> I've I've got, I've got one. Okay, um, so yeah, pretty similar there. Uh, we we might agree on the centre halves, Greg. You know, we might agree. I think I've we're going to agree on one, Greg. We both love him. Yeah, we've got. I've gone Saliba and Botman. Oh, close, close. I've gone Saliba and Shah. Oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's got to be a right and left footer. No, you, no, you're saying no, Fabian Shah has been better than Sven Botman? I, I, I think I think Fabian Shah has had an unbelievably good season. And he has. He has. Good season. He has. For, um, especially from his level. For his level, he has. Yes. Possibly. Yes. And, and, and also, you only cost two million quid, Graham. You know, I, I just think he's in the best season of it of his career. Uh, he he got in there. I think he he gets first contact on the ball. He's composed. And Sven Botman is going to go going to become a top 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 player, and household name, a household name. But I just think over the course of the season, Fabian Schell just tips it for me. Wow. Um. Well, I, I must admit, I haven't seen anyone have Fabian Schell in their team in the season. So well, uh, something a little bit for the fans. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> As if you put my head above Anyway, so for, I've gone four, three, two, one. Um, my three, you'll see why. I've got three, not holders, but the three I've gone for are Martin Odegaard, Ilke Gundogan, and Bruno Gimaj as my three in front of the back, in back four. Okay, so I've, your gone, three. I've gone a six and two eights. So my, my holding midfielder is Rodri. And my two eights are Martin Odegaard and Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I I do have De Bruyne in because I've got De Bruyne in my in my I've got a two behind one striker. So you played uh, two not, tens. No, no, no spoiling thing. Sort of. I think this could work as a team, but not ideally. Like I think De Bruyne is sort of a ten going floating out to the right a little bit because the other man I've got behind my front man, who we'll reveal in a minute, is Mitoma. Kyle Matoma from Brighton. Yeah. I just had yeah. to put him in my team, Craig. I yeah. thought, yeah, Rashford, in, if, in terms of shape, it probably is Rashford who gets in if we're playing a shape. But I wanted to get Bruno in my team, Bruno Gamares. I think he's been amazing for Newcastle. And Matoma, I needed to get a Brighton player in. And Matoma's been an absolute joy to watch all season. Nobody's been better on that left-hand side. And I had to get him in my team, Craig. Um, so I put him in. Fair enough. Um... I understand why there's so I, many I, options. There's so many options. Listen, I, 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 I love I love Matoma. I think he's been he's been brilliant. Um but my my front three um pick themselves really, I've got to say, Graham. Um I've got I suspect Mar- to know who you're going for because I've got them written down as well yeah, as my Marcus Rashford, who yeah. played his most ever games in a Premier League season and equaled his goal record of 17 Premier League goals. Uh Mo Salah, who is Mo Salah. All right. Okay. You, know, you know, people people question did Mo Salah have a, have a good season? Got 19 Premier League goals again, Graham. Um, you know, I think 
Liverpool... did, but but for his level, do you think he had a great? He had a good season. I think he, I, th- I, th- I think he had. So it, it was either Salah or Saka, right? Yeah, I've gone Saka, and and the one I, I was thinking as well, maybe Saka or another one at Arsenal, Martinelli deserves a shout. Yeah, I I I just think Salah for me, he he was he was Liverpool's best player, and then through the middle, no doubt about it whatsoever, Erling Haaland. Yes, exactly. Harlan's a bit of a cheat mode, isn't it? We should do it without him, really, because he's going to be there every single team in the season. Yeah, I, I had I had Saka as the option, but I thought, John, you know I wanted Bruno Gimmeres in, in my team, so I pushed De Bruyne out of my three and and did that. But yeah, very similar. But, so, very similar. So, a lot of vulnerable men. Well, he, he, I read something today, Graham, and it, it did make me think, mate. It said that, or suggested, that Harry Kane's 30 league goals for Tottenham is a more impressive than Haaland's 36 goals for Man City because of who he's playing with and where Tottenham have finished. I was like, um, it's a good point. I, it is complete nonsense, but yeah, good point. Um, I don't agree with that at all. I think Haaland's proved himself as well. I can see, I can see, I can see, I can see the suggestion that Kane has, the, the same reason you put Salah, the same reason you put Salah in, in the team yeah. as well, created to a certain extent because in that Liverpool team to score 19 is a pretty good achievement. Yeah, it is. Um, so I can see, yeah, don't get me wrong, Kane has a shout for this team. Um, he would be on the bench, wouldn't he? Um, oh. But yeah, it's, and Kane is going to be taking up a lot of our time on the pod over the summer, Craig. We've I seen so. lots of things. You know, Harry Kane, um, he's wanted by a lot of teams. Yes, he he is. He, if if Real Madrid were losing Benzema, he was the, he, I've been told he was the man who Real Madrid would look at, which would put a different... Um, a different portrait for his future, should I say. He'd, he'd look at things slightly different, I think, if Real Madrid were in the equation, but they're not. So we'll have to see um, where he goes. And obviously Tottenham's new manager as well, Craig. We still don't know who it is. So Harry Kane's future. He can't... Daniel Levy, you could ask, is he, is he, play... is he being coy, Craig? Is he taking his time to help keep Dan... Harry Kane? Harry Kane is going to feature quite a lot on the pod. We will touch on, on the transfers as we go. We haven't touched on it too much last few weeks because we've got a long summer ahead and there's going to be an awful lot of transfers, Craig. There's going to be a lot of records broken this year. And the Premier League clubs, in my opinion, Craig, are going to go crazy. There's a, and primarily because of this number nine market, Craig. Yeah. We know we know Chelsea and Man United want a number nine. Yeah. So Man United might even sign two number nines, Craig. So they might not very well go for one of those. I think that everyone everyone accepts the top three in the market, Craig, are Kane, Ossiman and Vlaovic. Yes. If they go for someone, another, a different one, then they might bring two in. So... It's going to be a it's going to be a wonderful summer, which the Premier League is going to dominate, which we love as always, Craig. So a fascinating one. Um, that takes a talk about Harry Kane, the teams of the season. A lot of that team of the season, Craig, involved Manchester City and Manchester United. We have the 190th Manchester Derby taking place on Saturday, which is also the FA Cup final. It's also Derby weekend, Craig. We have the Derby tomorrow, which is which is a yeah. a wonderful coincidence that on Derby Day we have the the big dar one of the big derbies in English football, um, the Cottonopolis Derby, as I always like to be remembered. So, Craig, um, is this? I don't imagine this is going to take us too long. Man City versus Manchester United. This is the second leg of City's treble that they hope to 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 grab. Can Manchester United stop Man City, Craig? From winning the FA Cup and doing the double, no, no, they'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll try the best. Um, mm. I just think City are on a different planet. I think the the light years ahead of yeah. Manchester United. Um, and look, 
Graeme, do you know I, I, I think I think my United have improved, right? I don't mm-hmm. think, I, looking at the, the, the course, in, it, has this Man United team performed any better than an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Manchester United team? That's the question. Um, yeah, I, I think it has. I can see where you're going in terms of points and stuff like that, but I think the pressure was on yeah. Eric Ten Hag this season. I think he's instilled an attitude. You can see it in the players. I think he's he's the right man for the job to get into this United squad in a third place in the league. Because yeah. it's a tough Premier League. I'd argue it's tougher than when the Sox was here. You've got, you know, likes of Brighton, Villa, Fulham, Newcastle finishing fourth. Right? It's a yeah. very tough Premier League. And obviously Chelsea Chelsea and Liverpool were on the brunt on the brunt of that. Yeah. Um I can I can I can see that point. I think Ten Hag has improved him, but it's um and he's and let's not forget they've won the he's got some silverware in the bag already. They've won the League Cup. Which yeah. it seems like a lifetime away, a lifetime ago, doesn't it? it when they when they beat Newcastle in the final, so they've got the silverware. I think they can give United a good game, but I just don't. They're not coming into it in particularly great form, are they? United. They don't strike me as being in great form. Um, Martinez is missing. We had a great season. They've just won four on the bounce, right? They've just won four on the bounce. Um, Martinez missing is is a huge miss for them. It's it's who's going to partner Varane at the back. Um, I think he'll go Lindelof. Uh, what what do you think? And it, look, I I think Graham. Bit, bit yeah, because I don't I don't I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll play Malachia to allow Shaw yeah. to go there. So yeah. I think you're right. No, I think he plays Shaw left back. I would. I play yeah. Shaw left back. Um, to yeah. give the best chance. Um, and Wan Bissaka right back. Now, uh, I think that's quite solid. Uh, but you're up against Erling Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne. I'd, now, I'd this... play, play Dallow. I, th- I think Dallow's better than Wan-Bissaka. Yeah, listen, but defensively, he's not. Defensively, wan is a miles better defender. No, no one no one beats Wan-Bissaka. Um, yeah, Dallow's got more going forward. I'll give you that, Graham, more quality. Now, my controversial one is in midfield, right? So, uh, if I'm Man United, I am 100% playing Fred. I'm 100 alongside Casemiro. One seems to have, seems to have fallen. He's fallen out of favour a lot in the last uh, six or eight weeks, hasn't he? Grim, I, I just think seemingly. I just think his performance against Fulham was really good. Um, he gives you the balance and he gives you the energy and he can press. You know, Ericsson's a lovely footballer, can't press. Uh, Bruno Fernandez does he press? I don't think he does. He, he half presses, dives. He asks for asks for decisions. Um, I just think this is he, the sort of game where he he needs to step up, Craig. You know, he I saw, oh, I saw he's him had a wonderful yeah, season. He's had a wonderful season individually. I but... think he's been I think he's been good. I think he's been good, but you know, if, if you're if you're this world class man player, United captain, I think he needs and I've we've seen in the derby games, he hasn't particularly done it. He's had some awful games in the derby games. Yeah. yeah. And and it's the sort of game where he does need to step up, Craig. But I'm just looking back to Fred Craig where um, that was the first time in what first time in well over a month that he played more than an hour. I don't yeah. see Fred. I, I agree with you. I think Fred should start. Just, but I don't just, think just, he just, will. just, just for me, I am one hundred percent putting Fred in alongside his Brazilian buddy because what it what what that does is it frees Casemiro up to be a goal threat and to be to be a genuine kind of thorn in this because Fred can do all that that donkey work that. Casimiro's doing, and we say donkey work. We shouldn't use that term anymore, should we? I mean, we've always used the hard work, all of the leg work. Let's say leg work. Mm. He put he can put all in all the leg work that allows Casimiro to do things a little bit further up the field. 
I think Anthony will be on the bench uh, and could impact off the bench. Um, so what Rashford? Yeah, it's what, yeah, Ericsson. I think Ericsson. I don't know. I think he might go with Ericsson. Um, it's a tough one, really. Sancho. I think I, I'd love to see Ganacho start. I think he's deserving of that. I'd love to see Ganacho start. Sure. I'm, I, but I don't think he will, given the big occasion. I do wonder whether he goes McTominay, maybe Ericsson on the right to try and combat them going, coming forward. Um, I don't think we'll see it completely. Uh, it's a tough one because he has got injuries. You know, he's just compete with these. Um, I do think we might see McTominay and Ericsson in the midfield. Maybe Bruno on the right. Yeah, I think um, I think he might do that, and I, I disagree with that. I, it, I'm a, it, I hope, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't go Fernandez in the false nine. I hope he doesn't do that. Um, no, I, I, Marshall's he might do. He? Listen, he, surely he can't play without Vigos. I've said that he probably he'd probably score the winner now. Um, but surely he, he can't start. Uh, probably not, but I do think he makes life difficult Vigos, and you can play off him. And that is it. Does, it doesn't make like, it doesn't make life difficult for these Manchester City defenders, though. No, it, does, it gives it's an interesting it one. I, I think, I th- yeah, but similar when you play Bruno Fernandez up there, and, and you know, no, nobody's had a worse game against Manchester City than Bruno Fernandez this season because he put in a, a disgraceful performance that the Etihad. What do you, what you think? What do you think City will do? Who do you think City will go with, Graham? What's your City team? Because what, what I think, I, I think, I think he goes full strength. I think he goes full strength. I do all as well. So, all so, so we're saying. Obviously, Edison and Gore. Walker. Um, so yeah. Walker, Walker right back. Stones. Stones. Stones and Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, then yeah. Um, I'd left back Ake. And what he'll do is he'll... Is Ake fit? Is Ake fit? I believe he is. I believe he if is. If Ake is fit, yeah, he, do, he does that. And then um, and then what, what that allows is that, that allows Stone to step into midfield, doesn't it? Um, yeah, they then, do that anyway. To get into matches where they dominate, you have one basically, you have Diaz sitting, and the rest of them go anyway. The rest yeah. of them go anyway. If you look at a Man City heat map, um, death like you know, you know, people people try and do these formations where they say, Oh, Walker's playing, oh, Zinchenko for Arsenal is playing in a three, or oh, he's playing a four midfield. No, you go off the starting positions of the players, so it is a four, and then yeah. the heat, but the heat map will tell you basically they're playing one in defense. If you look yeah. at City's heat map, on if we look on Monday morning, Craig, I, I guarantee think... you that the only player with more heat in City's half is, is Diaz and Edison, the rest of them are in the other half. Do, do you know, do you know why? I, I, one player who I do love, Graham, who, who, who technically and tactically I think has just been on a different level is Rodri. I just think he does mm-hmm. that role so well, where he, he he can step back into if the midfielder. Oh, he's a, 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 a Rolls Royce. He's a Rolls Royce. He is a Rolls Royce football player. So yeah, obviously Rodri will be in midfield. Um, I think with Gundogan and uh, Gundogan and De Bruyne, De, De Bruyne, and then. Haaland will be. What does he do? Haaland will be up front. Haaland, Silver will be. Silver will be on one side. But does is it? And then I think it's is it Ford, Normares, or Grealish? Probably I, Grealish. I, see, I think I think what he might do. I think what he might do is rest Silver for the Champions League final. <laughs> I think he might start Mares in the FA Cup final, and then start Silver in the Champions League final. So I think. You know what? I just. I just don't think he's like that. Pep's not that way inclined. You know, we've seen it where loads of games where he could have played the youngsters, he could have brought them in, and he hasn't done it over the course. Of I, the I just, I just, I just see, I just see. Okay, so in my opinion, Graham, right? Silver will be dropped and on the bench for either, or go, he might, he might put Silver actually in midfield for the Champions League final, and uh, take Gundogan out. Because I, I, I think what? I, you think, yeah, I do. Be- because because I, I tell you, I tell you the reason why. 
because uh, Riyad Mahrez is a goal threat and and he will he will score either in the FA Cup final or the Champions League final. Yeah, I think it, looking at it, I think he'll go silver and Grealish to play um, near Hall. I think if he was to go with a shock selection, Craig, if he went with a shock selection, I think it might be Julian Alvarez behind in the FA in the FA Cup final. So he, if there is a shock, he, I don't think it will be. But so he's my point. Final. He's my point, Graham. Um, Maris has started every FA Cup game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't really, yeah. I, and I think he's he's, he's a wonderful, he's a wonderful. Do you know what? Whoever, you know what? Whether he goes forward and Myers, Silver, that's the problem with this squad. It's that good. It doesn't mean it's not going to change our decision. It's not going to change our scoreline when we come to predict it, Craig. So, is it? So, so um, do you want to talk goals? And 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 I think you know Jack Greenish over the course of the season um, has developed into the hardest working off the ball. Um, attacking midfield player in the Premier League. His, his, his work rate is phenomenal. For me, I still think his output in terms of goals and assists has not been anywhere near £100 million player. And to put that into perspective, Graham, he scored five Premier League goals all season. And Phil Forden, who played four games less, has scored 11. Yeah, but Phil Ford, Phil Ford's on a different level of creation. We know that. We know that yeah. Phil Ford is yeah. um is a special. So he doesn't get Phil Ford. Phil Ford, I think, will be when he goes centrally, which he will. He's only twenty three. Yeah. yeah. In in five years, in five years time, will be you know everyone get that way. Everyone calling Ford the best player in the Premier League. Remember, we told you this years and years ago. We told yeah. you. We told Phil, you. Phil Phil um, Ford. I think with Graham, when he when he does take one of those central berths, um, he will be sensational. Oh, without and everyone goes on about Foden. Foden as well. That's why Pep loves him. He's doing exactly what he's being asked of him. Yeah. He's doing, and he's yeah. not, and he's not mourning about it. And he could come out and say, "Oh, I'm a centre midfielder." He does, he does whatever he's asked to do. If he was asked to play in goal or left back, he'd do it. Yeah. He, he is a. Can you imagine having him as a player in your squad? You'd laps. That's why Pep loves him. That's why, he, why the a fans lot of young players. Well, need, but a lot of young players need to take the leaf out of Foden's book where. You know, if you're good enough, you learn it. But you got to show commitment to the cards, and it's why Grealish is Grealish must have watched it. He's close friends with Foden, isn't he? And I think yeah. that's rubbed off on him, Craig. Where he's saying he, Grealish is probably saying, "John, what I'm as talented as you, Phil." But what what am I not doing? This is about so a year ago. He said, "I'm as talented as you, but what am I not doing?" Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not working as hard as you in training another game. Yeah. The same can't be said now. He's, he's he's up there as you said he's one of the hardest working players now and he's he's taking a leaf out of his book so Pep must be absolutely buzzing about that um, that being said whatever team um, I think that United you know, you, uh, uh, and it's not going say again Grim trust you for a second Sorry, three three one, and it's not going to extra time. Three one. Yeah, Graham. Three three. I was gonna say three nil. Um, but three one. Yeah, um, and then we'll uh, we won't do the Champions League final yet. We'll do that next week. Uh, but we will cover the Conference League final, which takes place in Prague on Wednesday. Uh, Fiorentina are the opposition to uh, West Ham United. Um. Some people think it's a must-win game for David Moyes. Even if, even if he does win it, it might very well be his last game in charge. 
uh, West Ham. We don't know that yet, what's coming. Um, West Ham, first major final since the 80s. Are we right in saying that, Craig? Since the one FA Cup yeah. final, I think, with Trevor Brookin, was that right? I didn't yes. watch it. I can't remember seeing it, but I believe that's right. Um, against the Fear and Tina team, who um, have the big, big names. Um, they got through against Basel. Terrific 3-1 win away. Yeah. Um, they're showing some decent form in the league now. Fiorentina they've got they've got more players than you than you think. Fiorentina when you look at their their squad and the way they're progressing, Craig, they are actually a better team, I think, than what you think as well. Um, currently sat in ninth place in Serie A. Um, so probably not a dissimilar season to West Ham yeah. in some ways. Probably slightly better, if anything. But you know, Fiorentina have got so many good players. Um, for me, because there's one player in particular, Nico Gonzalez. The um the Argentine plays out wide. West who wasn't West, Leicester almost signed in January, if you remember. Yeah, full of ability. Arthur Cabral. Well, listen, look at Jovic. Look at Jovic. Look at Jovic. I think what's how many goals he mm. scored in this competition? He must be up there with one of the top goal scorers. I'm, I'm not sure because he, he he won't be starting this game. Um, I imagine that he will. You know, I imagine that he will. He didn't start the semi and. No, I, I and he hasn't started that many games this season, George. I'll be. I, he, I think he will. I think. I think he scored, I'm talking that he scored five goals in the Europa Conference League. Yeah, but Cabral's been starting ahead of him, hasn't he, Craig? Don't yeah. think Cabral started ahead of him. Um, um, Cabral. Although, who started the week was it? Jovic who started at the weekend in their win against uh, Roma. Let's see the Fiorentina team from the weekend, Craig. Yeah, he played the 90 um, minutes. started the weekend and scored. So they've got a corny as well. They've got a corny. I know. So it's, it's, this, I, I think this Fiorentina team is probably better than we assumed. But then again, Fiorentina are probably saying the same about West Ham as well. They look yes. at the West Ham team and go, blink and heck. We didn't realise that you had so many good players. This will be a fascinating game. Um, for, um, I think West Ham can win it. I'm not sure that they will. Um, I'm going for... Um, I think Fiorentina might pip them, Craig, 2-1. Graham, I really, really, really want West Ham to win. Okay. Uh, I, I want them to win. Uh, for Water, there's a big book coming. I can hear I it. Them, I want them to win for David Moyes. I'm, I'm desperate for West Ham to win. But I just think Fiorentina have got more goals in them. And because of that, I think Fiorentina are going to win 2-1. Yeah, cracking atmosphere will be there. Horrendous decision to play the final in Prague. I think both fans, sets of fans, what, have got five, they've got like five, five less than 10,000 each. 5,000 no. It's horrendous. Ridiculous decision. Oh, yeah, Craig, they've got like proper, I think it's 6,000 tickets each they've got, the fans. Horrendous that, decision that is, to play that, in Prague. West Ham's future only Dan, future owner Daniel Kretinsky will be in Prague to see yeah. the team play. That'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, so um, we wish West Ham all the best, don't we? But it might be a tough midweek night out in Prague for them. Yeah, I'm just looking. They've scored lots of goals in this competition, Graham. Um, two, mm. three, five, two, three. They've looked a different, looked three, a very different team, one, haven't they? Fourth, yeah, very different team. yeah, yeah, and, and, like and, you and, say, and as you as you as you say, Craig Declan, this this is all, in all likelihood this is Declan Rice's last game for the club. Yeah, I uh, do you know what Graham. Unfortunately, I think I think it probably is. Um, just looking at she they lost that first leg, didn't they, to, to Basel, and they went away and won um, an amazing win. But, yeah, that was particularly impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I want West Ham to win. I hope I'm wrong, but I think Fiorentina are going to win this 2 1. 
Might help, but they're playing Sassuolo in the last game of the season this weekend, Fiorentina, although I don't imagine um, many of the starting players will be playing this weekend, but it's an interesting one for them to keep an eye on. Uh, and that brings us an end for this week, Craig. Obviously, we'll be touching on the Champions League final next week. The season keeps on going, Craig. <laughs> we're in June yeah. and we're still going. It's been a long, long season, hasn't it? Um, but we're still here. We'll keep going. We'll be here throughout the summer. But yeah, um, that's us done for this weekend. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Um, a derby weekend. If you are going to back a winner, be lucky. Um, and we hope all City United fans have a good trip down to London. Yeah, have, have a safe journey there and a safe journey back, guys. And um, unfortunately, I think the uh, for for the red half of Manchester, it will be a depressing return uh, back to uh, back to that wonderful city. I think the blue half will be will be amazing. I could throw a dodgy joke in there saying that. The red half don't have far to travel from London, but I won't. Uh, have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.